Glory to the King. Glory, glory to the King. This is the day that the Lord has made. God has really been moving. He has truly been moving on his in his on Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse and we've had revival. Yes, thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to read a, um, a devotion. Thank you, Jesus. This is Evangelist Deborah Carper coming to you from Nashville, Georgia. And we're going to do a reading. We're going to do a devotion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see, uh, we're going to read from um, Romans 13. Oh, let's see. Let me just get back over here. We're going to read Romans 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are or ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. But thou then not be afraid of the power. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to thee. He is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bears not the sword in vain. For he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject not only for wrath but also for conscience sake. For this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this same, namely, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that, knowing this time, on the time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. It is therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, 
and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strive and envy, but be put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Thank you, Jesus. So that was Romans chapter 13. 13. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the King. So let's discuss Romans 13. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We ask you to touch this podcast tonight, Lord. Have your way in this podcast. Thank you, Jesus. And I give you praise and glory and honor for what you're doing. Amen. Lord, you're so holy. You're so worthy. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Okay, Romans. Thank you, Jesus. I am working on a book. I am working on a CD. I will let y'all know when it's ready. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I know I'm getting up in age, but I can still do it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Thank you, Jesus. I give God all the praise and honor for what he's doing. So let's look at Romans 13. Traditionally, the way people have interpreted Romans 13, 1 to 7, is that we should obey the government insofar as we can and not disobey God. That we should not be troublemakers for the government in any kind of unnecessary sense. When God calls upon us, as he does so often in the scriptures, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and the government, for example, might say that we should not do that, it is our duty, according to the Apostle Paul, Peter, excuse me, to obey God rather than human beings. We know the Apostle Paul agreed. He often found himself in prison because he too preached the gospel and created a stir and got on the wrong side of the governing authorities. I think Paul would shake hands with Peter over this and fully agree with him. And this is often the pattern that we should go to when we find difficult passages of scripture. Scripture interprets scripture. And we need to read the Bible from beginning to end. Genesis to Revelation to see the big themes and what God is focused on. And then to interpret more difficult passages in light of those big themes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, I praise you. Thank you, Jesus. I was trying to get back to where I was. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to this King. This is part of part of it, yes. Okay. Alright. So what is Romans thirteen in the Bible? Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness. Not in sexual immorality, not in jealousy, rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. And do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Well, why was Romans 13 written? Paul wrote the Roman Christians because he was eager to preach the gospel to them so as to remind them on certain subjects. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We know that every soul is to be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Thank you, Jesus. Your Savior suffered under Pontius Pilate, one of the worst Roman governors Judah ever had. And Paul under Nero, the worst Roman emperor. And neither our Lord nor his apostle denied or reviled the authority. Rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the good saints. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an adventure to execute wrath on him who practiced evil. So you are to do what is good, and you will have praise. Thank you, Jesus. Because he is God's minister. Even though they are loyal, to God before they are loyal to the state, Christians are good citizens because they are honest, give no trouble to the state, pay their taxes, and most importantly, pray for the state and the rulers. Thank you, Jesus. He does not bear the sword in vain. <coughs> the sword is a reverence to capital punishment. In the Roman Empire, criminals were typically executed by beheading with a sword. Paul, speaking by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, has no doubt that the state has the legitimate authority to execute 
minimums from this. You also pay taxes, render trans therefore to all their dues. By implication, Romans 13 verse 6 also says that the taxes collected are to be used by government to get the job done of restraining evil and keeping an orderly society, not to enrich the government officials themselves. Thank you, Jesus. We're to owe no one. We're to keep the Ten Commandments. Some take this as a command to never borrow, but Jesus permitted borrowing in passage, like Matthew 5, verse 42. That isn't the sense of what Paul is saying. Here, though the scriptures do remind us of the danger and obligations of borrowing in Proverbs 22, verse 7. We may pay our taxes and be quiet. We may give respect and honor for the honor where they are due and have no further obligation. But we can never say, I have done all the loving I need to do. Love them. Love them is a permanent obligation. A debt impossible to discharge. You are to love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the fulfillment of the law. We're to love and walk right with God. Thank you, Jesus. Cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. The illustration is from taking off and putting on clothes. When you get dressed every day, you dress appropriately to who you are and what you plan to do. Therefore, every day, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. We must cast it off before we can put on. The rags of sin must come off if we put on the robe of Christ. There must be a taking away of the love of sin. There must be a renouncing of the practices and habits of sin, or else a man cannot be a Christian. It will be an idle attempt to try and wear religion as a sort of celestial overall over the top of old sins. Thank you, Jesus. So we are putting on Christ. It's a strong and vivid metaphor. It means more than put on the character of the Lord Jesus Christ. Signifying rather that Jesus Christ himself be the armor that you wear. Make no provision for the flesh. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. I praise God and I thank you for listening. Amen.